Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hey, my name is Albert. This is Jami. Uh, Ruthie is once again absent because now she's not feeling well. <laughs> and, and I'm back to yell at Albert some more. <laughs> and Jami's back to yell at Albert. Um, Good lord. It's not because Ruthie's avoiding the show. It's, or is it? She actually was feeling, feeling oh, okay. not well. Hey, I don't feel well every time I come here either, So, but I still show up. <laughs> what do you think of that? What do you think of that? Uh, since last week's episode was our longest week epi- uh, episode ever, we're going to try and go for the shortest week, mm-hmm. the shortest episode this That's week, right. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. It's a quickie. We'll My specialty. It's a quickie. Um, but uh, you know what? There, there was this quote from a movie that I don't remember the movie's from, but it has to do with, like, if nobody understands Moulin Rouge... They're not my friend. Was that kind of thing? Do you remember what movie it was from? I have no, I have, I haven't heard that. Have quote. you? Yeah, you're not familiar with the quote. No. For whatever reason, even though I don't know who said it, I don't know how the line it actually said. I don't know what movie it's from. Mm-hmm. That 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 quote unquote quote stuck in me. Okay. Like if you don't understand X movie, okay, you don't know who I am, or okay. you can't be my friend. That kind of thing. Okay. And I've kind of come to the point now where I realize that every time I look at um, movie reviewers, YouTube podcasters, mm-hmm. online, whatever written. Um, I actually come back to one movie to see okay. what they would say, and if depending on how they review it, I think I'll be, I'll be okay, oh, okay with the person. If I, if depending on how, if they don't like it or they like it, doesn't really matter. It's how they review it. Okay. The and one of movie, course, we're talking about Waterboy. <laughs> Waterboy, the one movie that I kept coming back to to like say, I wonder what they thought about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the Last Jedi actually? Oh, okay. That's like depending on how they review that movie, whether they like it or not, like, that's a Rorschach test. There are that's the that's the that's my Rorschach test for them. Like this is a person I'll follow. Mm-hmm. This is a person I I I, I admire. I, I trust their opinion, whatever. And now I gotta add another movie to that list, uh-huh. Captain Which, Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like it's like depending on on how they review those two movies, whether they like it or not, it's mm-hmm. how they review it. Like what kind of points they make for those two movies, whether I would agree with it or not. Is my is my barometer of whether I would like this review or not? Okay, I just. I kind of. You have, do you know? Do you have anything similar to that? Uh, do I have anything similar to that? Let me see. Yeah, well, it has to be some sort of controversial movie, right? So yeah, and they're, and they're they're multiple throughout the years. Mm-hmm. But then, for whatever reason, these are the two movies now that I look at. Those are two good examples. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I. Most of my tastes, most of my things are pretty mainstream. I don't think I, I'm that radical. Well, let me see. Uh, can you think of any other ones off the top of your head? Well, no, that's the thing. Sh- there, there are multiple like like uh, controversial movies out there. I mean, I could say Antichrist, right? But yeah. the point is, is that the movie is made to be somewhat controversial yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's an indie film. Not everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only for a specific niche taste. That's why I'm choosing like mainstream films. Mm-hmm. Like Last Jedi was a mainstream movie, Captain Marvel was a mainstream movie, but it's still polarizing for some odd reason. So it's got to be a mainstream movie that's also polarizing, and then and then whether you can see their point of view on whether they like it or not. But but there's always a way they review it that seems to either rub me the wrong way or or rub me the right way. I mean, yeah. I just I have some I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe a uh, gladiator like. It's a very popular movie. It won the best picture and stuff like that. Okay, I've seen some reviews of it and stuff like that. But I'm not a fan of Gladiator. Right, but but, but, but that's... if if a, if a reviewer likes the movie, but they they review it in a certain way, would you still be a fan of? The, would you be okay with that reviewer? Hmm. Maybe that's See, that's what I mean. Yeah. Maybe it's something that you can come back to in a future episode. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll think about that one. That's a good yeah, one. Think about that one. But yeah, for me right now, I, I've noticed it because lately I've been looking at reviewers online. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this to Jamming the other uh, the other the last week's episode actually. Mm-hmm. Like there are some YouTube reviewers I will not bother hearing what they have to say now because of, of their opinion of Captain Marvel. And you know what? I thought about that a little bit afterwards too because you mentioned Chris Stuckman and stuff like that. I remember I remember why I stopped look, looking at his uh, looking at his reviews on YouTube. I always thought his his reviews were fine. They're a little vanilla and stuff like that, but you know, it, they were fine. But one of the reasons why I stopped viewing his uh, reviews is like uh, after the Oscar so white year, right? Mm-hmm. Where the, for the eight acting nominations were all white and stuff like that. You know that controversy and stuff. When he wrote something on Twitter saying, "Oh, I hope there's, I hope there's not like a, a, a overcorrection next year." You know what I mean? I'm like, what? What do you mean like overcorrection? It's like I don't. It's just all opinions, it's all popularity contest. How can how can something be too diverse or too inclusive and stuff like that? That's just that's just this is just a dumb take. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, I, that's the one thing I thought about uh, after uh, after our uh, talk yes uh, last time. Yeah, well, there we go. Uh, we'll come back to your answer about the polarizing topic thing, mm-hmm. movie reviewer. But on this 227th episode, and also, of the oh, show, sorry, I didn't mean to cut oh, you okay. off. But one of the things I don't, uh, since Roger Ebert passed, you know, R.I.P. Roger Ebert. Yeah, I I don't read a lot of movie. I don't read in general and stuff like that because you know, readings for losers. Uh, to quote Kevin, of being readings for losers. I don't really read a lot of movie reviews. I read like little snippets. I we live in a Twitter age. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I follow a lot of movie reviewers you know what i mean and right. i read reviews you know 800 280 characters at a time you know if it's a thread and stuff like that so that's you, one thing well, you want to just get the gist yeah the, the gist and stuff i like was that. pretty much uh ebert robert ebert roper roger ebert and, Cisco and, and ebert. Cisco we're, ebert. we're gonna call Cisco all, ebert. all those three yeah. um i pretty much respected them from their tv show mm-hmm. and i like i like what they yeah. say whether they like they agree with me or not in a movie I like what they say, so I'm okay with those three. Mm-hmm. I will occasionally go to Roper's reviews in on on the Chicago Tribune. Either way, he's because he still writes re- movie right. reviews, right? Uh, I hardly go to movie reviewers' written stuff though, because they yeah. they haven't happened spoiling the movie. Yeah. It's it's frustrating to me because I'm like, come on, guys, you can't yeah. spoil the movie right now. So I stopped reading written ones because they yeah. have a habit of spoiling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that actually have been listening to a lot are podcasters. Oh, okay. Because podcasters are so anal about spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I can rely on them being kind of okay with non-spoiling thing. And some a lot of the podcasters are actually pretty good to listen to in terms of like their opinions of movies. Yeah. And I want to mention one more aspect too. I don't know if you agree. Uh, I'm 42. You're roughly the same age. And we've seen a lot of movies in our years and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I also feel like I'm at a level where I'm comfortable with my knowledge of movies, I've seen enough movies. I've seen a lot of different kind of movies where I, I can, I'm more confident in my own kind of opinion and stuff like that. You know, I right. know what to look for. I know how you have a style. Come. You know, you know what <laughs> I mean. I, 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 I also see enough movies. I, I know how a, a, a good movie and a bad movie. I know the nuts and bolts of a movie and stuff like that. You know what I mean. I, I'm not saying that in a braggy kind of way, but I do feel like you know, you know, the whole thing where if you put in ten thousand hours, you, you become an expert on subject. I feel like maybe I haven't put in ten thousand hour, uh, hours, but I've put in. Enough time, you know, where right. I'm confident I know the subject and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, and like I said, it's not like I'm un- un- unwilling to ha- have uh, uh, have my opinions challenged, or I'm not I'm not willing to seek out different opinions and stuff like that. But I do feel like I know movies pretty well at this point. That's the other thing I want to mention. You know? Yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough. All right. Um, on this 227th episode of the show, we are going to be doing. Um, I think it's a new seg. It's a new segment that I created. Mm-hmm. It's essentially going to be called like like brackets tournament okay. fight, sure. right? 
And we're going to be uh, doing it for um, movie theater concession stands, mm-hmm. uh, snacks. Okay. Okay. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, my update for Cinemia. I have, I have new updates about what's going on with me and Cinemia. Mm-hmm. And we'll be doing another change with the what's going on segment. And Jami will find that out later oh, on. And Jesus then later Christ. on, we're going to talk about you know stuff we've been watching. Okay. Yeah. All right. On with the show. So for this segment, since everybody's doing the March Madness NCAA, I'm like, I wonder if I can apply this to a podcasting. Mm-hmm. And then I realize there's a possibility. Yeah. So this is going to be called, uh, I'm not sure if I have team song music for this or not, but it's going to be called uh, Brackets Tournament Fight okay. or Game. Mm-hmm. I think Brackets like that. implies that there's going to be some sort of competition and stuff like that. You don't have to. No, I mean, I mean, it's, oh. like, it's like, I know, but it's, I, want to have, I want to have a title. Do you have a title uh, for this? No, I don't. <laughs> See, exactly. Mm-hmm. So Brackets Tournaments All right, Fight. here we go. All right, let's, <laughs> let's get to the thing. Let's get to so the thing. we're going to be talking about uh, the best movie snacks according to Ranker. Because okay. Ranker ranks movies whatever blah 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 before snacks. you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, mention yeah. the list and stuff I'll tell you what's my favorite it's whatever I can fit in my pockets and stuff like that so I don't pay <laughs> so I don't pay uh, oh, so I don't have to pay for overpriced popcorn and, and candy right. and stuff so yeah. you don't normally go to concession stands right not normally I do the only thing I do right now is because I see a lot of movies with my nephew and stuff I usually just get the AMC uh, kids pack you know what I mean it's okay. like six dollars which is just the popcorn soda and then a little gummy bear kind of thing alright yeah. so for, for me I, I have like favorites that I go to, go sure. back to. So there's a lot that I don't bother with. Okay. Right? So just like the NCAA and people going on brackets who don't really watch college basketball and they're just guessing, mm-hmm. we're going to be guessing for sure. some of this too. Mm-hmm. So fair is fair, right? All right. So it's, it's going to be a list of 16. Okay. Like like the NCAA sure. March Madness. Mm-hmm. Um, hot dog, oddly enough, is not even in the top 16. Because it's gross. Okay. Well, there we go. Yeah, it's, Some, it's number 18, by the way. Okay. But it's not part of the tournament. It's mm-hmm. not. So here we go. Uh, number first first round, Coca Cola versus Raisinets. Coca Cola versus Raisinets. Yes, Raisinets is a chocolate raisin, right? Yes, I, I think Raisinets wins. I, I actually do. When Seriously? I, yeah. When I do, when I bought uh, concessions of, I did buy like Raisinets. Coca Cola is the number one seed. I know. I, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I'm talking about what's gonna win or what's my personal favorite. What what, what what should go? What should continue? Coca Cola. Oh. Versus Raisin Nets. Okay, I'll, 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 I don't know what to do. I mean, dude, if that's your decision, that's fine. <laughs> you know, here's it. Here's it. I have uh, Coca Cola wins, but my personal selection would be Raisin Nets because I don't drink soda anymore. So okay, I'm it. gonna have to say Coca Cola should move on. Mm-hmm. But then well, you know, like the NCAA, the number one seed has a habit of, of falling down too. Just once, yeah, once in the whole general thing. So, but, but what would you personally pick though? I'll pick Coca Cola. I'm not a fan of Raisin in the oh, first place. You know, you so monster. I would choose Coca Cola. You're saying Raisin Nets. So I'm, no, I, I was hoping Ruthie will be in this episode so he should give me a tiebreaker, but... <laughs> I pick Raisin Nets. Oh, thanks, Ruthie. <laughs> so you're saying Raisin Nets continue on? No, no. I say what the... What, Coca-Cola should win. Yeah. I think what people will pick is Coca-Cola. Well, me, personally, I would have picked Raisin Nets. All right. Yeah. And listeners, if you want to look at the, the list, whatever Ranker has right now, sure. it, we're doing we're basing it on what we're recording right now. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, round two. Oh, you're not going to review who, who won? Coca Cola. No, 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 no. Ranker didn't do anything. This is our decision. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I thought you had the results right now. Oh, it's no, perfect. no, no. Oh, okay. I have the top sixteen in the list. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay, okay. All right. Like I said, new game. We're still working out Sorry. the picks. I thought you had the results. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the number one eight, a uh, number eight versus number nine. Soft pretzels versus nachos. Soft pretzels versus nachos. Uh, I don't like. I don't like. I well, I put my vote for nachos. I put nachos. Nachos is one of my go-to. Yeah. All right. So nachos. Nachos. That, it is. That, that melted cheese is pretty delicious, man. 
All right. So, okay. Uh, number five versus 12. Got Gummy Bear versus Red Vines. I think Gummy Bears, actually. I'm not a big fan of Red Vines. Really? Yeah. I like Red Vines. But, but I'm um, old. My teeth is bad. So, we split again on this one? We're splitting this one, but... Um, all right, next. Uh, let's see. No, but well, one of them has to continue. Gummy Bear versus Red Vines. I like Gummy Bear, though. I do like Gummy Bear. You know what? Uh, I'll, I'll give this to you. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll go with Gummy Bear. Yeah, we'll just do... a. We'll exchange. I mean, if, if we say the same thing, if we, the same, if, we, if we disagree, you know, we'll take turns. Okay. Sorry, this, one, this one, I'll have to. i fight you for this. Four versus 13, Icy versus Swedish Fish. Yeah, Icy wins. <laughs> okay, I, gotta, I don't have to fight so hard. <laughs> Icy is also one of my go-tos that I, yeah. I, I go to if I, if I have to. Swedish Fish, man. I have to Swedes. What is Swedish Fish anyway? I don't know. Some sort of, it's, like a, it's like gummy bear, isn't it? It's like a gummy thing, right? Uh, uh, is it? Okay. Anyways, the six versus 11, you got the Sour Patch Kids versus Skittles. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Okay, yes. we can get to that one. Mm-hmm. All uh, right. I like Skittles, but Sour Patch Kids is, is better. Sour Patch Kid mm-hmm. is better. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we got number three versus number 14. Number three is popcorn versus 14 Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Actually, I would go popcorn. Yeah. I, you've got to go with popcorn, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's a standard. It's a classic. You got you to gotta go with popcorn. Yeah. Even even though they just said the most generic basic popcorn now, right? Because you've got AMC, some other theater place. They're doing like gourmet popcorn and stuff like yeah. that. You know what I mean? But even the most generic popcorn is still beats Reese's Peanut Butter. All right, number seven versus number ten, uh, milk duds versus cookie dough bites. I don't like either one. I know. I, I don't really get either one of them, I, and I've never tried cookie dough bites, which people say are really good, supposedly. Yeah, I. But whatever, I'm more familiar with milk duds. Whatever goes ahead is going to lose the next thing anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you want to give it to which one? Milk duds or cookie? It's milk duds, I think. Yeah, like I said, milk duds moves on, but doesn't matter. It's going to lose the next round anyway, most likely, because okay. they're both gross. Number two. Versus number 15. Number two is M&M's. M&M's. Number 15, Sour Patch Watermelons. M&M's. Yeah, M&M's. All right. So and you know, if they would have just said peanut M&M's, it would have won the whole thing. But anyway. It is. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm No, no specifics. All right. Let's go back around again. Uh, okay. Now we got Coca-Cola versus nachos. Actually. Oh, uh, man. This is hard for me, too. It's not hard for me because I, I don't drink. I You don't do soda? I rarely drink soda anymore. So I would say nachos. You know what? I agree with you. I yeah. kind of want nachos here. Yeah. All right. Nachos goes, moves on. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we got Gummy Bear versus Icy. 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 Choose Icy. Yeah. I think Icy, actually. Yeah. I think Icy. All right. Icy right. it is. And then we got Sour Patch Kids versus Popcorn. Popcorn. Actually, yeah, popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn, for sure. Milk does. It's very close, but I'm not going to fight you over it. Yeah. Uh, milk does versus M&M's. M and M's. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, they have a commercial and all that stuff. Serious. <laughs> all right. So you got now we got nachos versus icy. Hmm. I would say icy actually. I will say nachos. One more time, nachos. Nachos versus icy. Icy. And you choose. I icy. choose nachos because I, I I order nachos more than I do icy. Icy is really good though, man. Icy is really good, but I ordered not just more than icy. They they are two of my two of my two uh, my go to drinks. This should be a tie. Well, you know what? I don't, I'm not gonna fight you over that. It's fine. Not just it is. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, not just right. it is. All right. So not just moves on to the next round, and now we got popcorn versus M and M's. Popcorn actually. Popcorn. Yeah. I'm telling you, if, if they just include peanut M and M's, peanut M and M's will win the whole thing. I love peanut M and peanut M's. All right. Now for the final round. Mm-hmm. Nachos versus popcorn. Oh, classic. We're so generic. <laughs> We're so white. We're so basic. 
Uh, actually, I would pay popcorn. Actually, as much as I love not just more than popcorn, popcorn is still like the easiest thing yeah. to order. Yeah, yeah, it's like popcorn for the win. It's still the most synonymous with the movie going experience. You know what I mean? So yeah. it is what it is. And popcorn is number three on on the rankers list. Also, oh, there are results. Yeah, it was under it was under Coca Cola M and M's, and just like the NCAA basketball, the top four wins. <laughs> Somebody in the top oh, yeah, four wins. Right. Yeah, so there we go. Yeah. Uh, for this round of brackets tournament, yeah, I think we're fight, right. I think we're right. Uh, we got yeah. popcorn for the win. Yeah. I'm actually happy with the result. Popcorn makes yeah makes sense. Yes. As as I, as I mentioned in the previous previous episode, I had issues with Cinemia where they terminated my account, mm-hmm. moved back to AMC Subs Alien because sure. of that. Um, How's Movie Pass, by the way? Movie Pass is still alive, actually. <laughs> they just offered a new a new unlimited plan <laughs> with caveats or whatever. Right, sure. My point is is that. So my whole thing with Cinemia is this: is that they're, they're, my my whole thing is say my pet peeve is being accused for something that I did not do. Oh yeah, and yeah, they yeah, accuse me yeah. for for fraud for yeah. for uh, violating the terms of right, terms right, of service. Right. I can't abide by that. Yeah, right. So I just needed to tell me you you terminated my account just because I watch a lot of movies. Just yeah. just say that. Just yeah. say that. Okay, they're not gonna say that. Yeah. So they they recently sent me. Um, a, a, a transaction history and refund information mm-hmm. where they list out all my all my the movies I purchased and all the well not, not, they don't list out the movie they they listed out like when I bought a ticket purchase and when I got a fee uh-huh. when I when I paid for a fee kind sure. of thing right so I was looking through it and I noticed there's like some errors in it all like right. there there are some parts where it says that I bought a ticket like, like for example like November twenty second and then mm-hmm. and then supposedly I bought another ticket on November twenty second oh. like. First off, your app doesn't allow that to happen. Yeah. So what the hell is that? Is that what triggered the the fraud alert? Mm-hmm. Like like oh he bought he bought two movies in one day. You mm-hmm. can't do that. Yeah. So fraud kind of yeah. thing. And, and and there was also one point where they charged me a dollar for a movie ticket that I don't even know what that is for. Mm-hmm. It, it's like where did that come from? So my 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 theory stands: their system is flawed. Yeah. You know, you, you, I actually put down in on my on the who what worst why Instagram a little. Where that 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 transaction history mm-hmm. uh, report is at, you can take a look at mm-hmm. there on my Instagram. So you're thing. pretty much done with them. I'm done with them. Yeah. So what and, do you use now? Uh, AMC Stubbs A list. That's it. It's a combination of that and me buying discount tickets for Regal and whatnot. Gotcha. Because I still want to get those free digital Regal stuff. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So 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 it's a combo of that, you know. And it, it, online, um, businessinsider.com. Mm-hmm. They've actually been the only one that's really been covering Cinemia for some mm-hmm. reason. Uh, although they keep saying. Uh, movie pass uh, competition, a uh, competitor, Cinemia. They, they they need to stop putting that movie pass competitor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just say Cinemia. You know, mm-hmm. people know what it is. There, 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 there's a video that they linked online of, of a guy who who tried to get a ticket because the whole the the whole thing is that um, they're saying that oh they, they they terminate your account as soon as you buy a ticket. Like so, really? this guy tried it out. He went over. He was gonna buy. He was gonna watch Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes okay. He's like okay. Where well, I was told that. That uh, even if your account is in good standing, well, as soon as you buy a ticket, you're gonna cast, you're gonna terminate you, right? So he showed it in the, in the camera of like my account still in good standing, mm-hmm. and then he purchased for the ticket, and he go, oh, there's an error. Check your account, and then he checked his account. He was terminated. Mm-hmm. So odd. <laughs> very, very judgy. Very, very judgy. judgy. And Cinemia's response is pretty much like, uh, no, the, the 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 app doesn't update until you buy something. Well, well, what a what a what how convenient what a, what a convenient answer. Yeah. Right, and they're also saying that if you have an issue with the termination, we can give you we can give you a refund 
unless you spent more than than what you paid for. Okay. So I, I don't get any money back, but some people can still get the money back. Apparently, it's a legal thing. Mm-hmm. If if a company has an issue, if a customer is like if you the company with a service or whatever, all the companies to do is just give you the money back, or at least give them give them the uh, uh, the price that they paid for or whatever. Like if they if they if they spent less, like let's let's say a hundred dollars, you gave Cinema a hundred dollars, but they only a customer only spent fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. All Cinema needs to do is just give them fifty bucks, and then you're right, done. and then they're fine. They're yeah. legally fine, mm-hmm. I guess, that kind of thing. So yeah, so that's going on. So so right now, uh, Cinema as a service is is kind of crappy because they're not allowing you to use Atom or Fandango to buy tickets anymore. You have to oh. go specifically to the thing. They don't they don't uh, they force you to pay the convenience fee, even though. If you have Stubbs Alias or, Pre- or Premiere, you don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. They're fortunate to do that. Yeah. Um, not all movies are available. Kind of like Shades' movie pass all yeah. over again. Very shady stuff. Right. So yeah. now the, the question now is, is will Cinemia go under before movie pass? It's <laughs> <laughs> a so race to the bottom. <laughs> but yeah, just to – I'll just mention something since you mentioned convenience fiends. Recently, Fandango offered a advanced screening of uh, Shazam, Shazam, right? Yes. And it's only through Fandango's Fandango, yeah. uh, app. And, and, you know, I'm an AMC stub member, right? And so the thing is, I I purchased the ticket. It's for AMC Theater and all that stuff. And there was an option of me putting in my AMC Premier, uh, Club, thing. Premier Club number. And, and yeah, no tra- no uh, no transaction fees or anything like that. And I got points for it, I think. Yes, so, just yeah. remember that that's, that's considered a slot in your AMC stub. Yes, yes, thing. yes. So, does it show up in the AMC app? Honestly, I haven't checked that. Okay, even if it doesn't, assume it does. Because yeah. this happened to me uh, last time with with I think it was in Avengers actually, mm-hmm. where I bought it in I bought it in Fandango and I also bought it in the Stubbs thing, like for the same showtime, mm-hmm. right? Which was clearly a glitch because it shouldn't have allowed me to do that. But uh, but then AMC sent me an email saying, "Hey, you're not supposed to do that." So it is there? It's not there. It's not there. Right. Assume it is. Yeah. Okay. So because once a day actually happens, mm-hmm. it might trigger in and then it's gonna count against so, your thing. So big deal. Yeah. I'm I wasn't planning on seeing a movie uh, other than the uh Shazam and us. So that's fine. It's not a big deal. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good okay. times. But yeah, so there we go. That's that's my quick update for Cinemia. Uh definitely I don't recommend going to this company or movie pass, either one of those. I think they established that the only way a, a movie subscription service for theater works is if the theater itself is offering it. Yeah. That's the only way it can survive. AMC is making money back because of the increase of food traffic. They mm-hmm. have an increase of concession snack sales, mm-hmm. you know, plus they raise the price for concession snacks. So now they get even more money. Yeah, going back to what I said earlier, that's, I just eat whatever I can put in my pocket yeah. and stuff and, like that. And to be fair with MoviePass, this is what they wanted. They wanted a cut of the concession because they knew that's where the money would be. Yeah. And and the movie theater is like, nope, sorry. <laughs> and the thing is, even though the the prices are outrageous, but for those big event movies, I do see people packing that concession line, grabbing right. Bob, just uh, just you know why, right? Diabetes. Well, no lack of self esteem. Well, well, yeah, no, it's, it's more of a case where uh, I forget what it was. I think it was a topic in the Kevin and Bean show actually, uh-huh. and was it or was it like an online thing I read? Mm-hmm. Um, People can't see themselves go to the movie without getting something from the concession stand. Yeah. Like, like they don't have... I remember... Yeah, I think it was online. Mm-hmm. And then somebody goes, why don't you just not buy anything? Yeah. And like, why would you go to the movie and not buy some snacks? Yeah, you know, uh, to save money. <laughs> it's outrageous. Like $9 for popcorn? Yeah, that's the reason why I don't buy it. Like, why would you complain about the prices of the concession stand if... If the option is to not buy anything from there, <laughs> and the thing is, do you when you watch a movie or a TV show at home, do you do you eat and and snack when you're watching it at home? I I I don't necessarily do that. 
Yeah. I think okay. I prefer not to when watching a movie yeah. at home. Same. In a TV show, that's fine, whatever. Yeah. But uh, for movies, I prefer like paying attention to the movie kind of Same. thing. Same. Yeah. You know. I, so. Yeah. But but, but then that that not stigma the 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 habit mm-hmm. of watch of eating something while watching mm-hmm. seems to only apply to movie theaters yeah. for a lot of people. It's gotta be some sort of a Pavlovian some something you know that's embedded in everybody's subconscious something like that. That once you go to a movie theater, you have to snack on something. But I don't. I just like sitting there watching the movie and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I guess I guess. I, you know, out of the my my whole like um, team song thing, mm-hmm. I had one for AMC Stubbs A list. Mm-hmm. I had one for Movie Pass. I never made one for Cinemia because Cinema you suck. <laughs> you don't wow. deserve so an Albert team song. But so there, I believe I, if I remember correctly, I saw on Twitter today. I think Alamo Drafthouse. They said they're gonna announce like a monthly service. They did. They did. This year. That, that, was, that was weeks ago actually. They, oh, they, was it really? they announced oh, okay. it a while back. But okay. the thing is, though, once again, it's a movie theater. Uh, offering yeah. their own subscription yeah. service, yeah. and it also doesn't really affect us because I think the nearest animal draft house is like in LA. I think is it. Have you been to one? Has it even opened in LA yet? Has it opened? I don't know. I, I'm assuming it has. No. I last I heard they were going to open it, but I don't know if it was open already. Right. Oh, it's irrelevant to us, is what I'm saying. Is it irrelevant? Yeah. And you know what, Cinemaia? You're also all irrelevant. All right, all right. Screw you, Cinemaia. Somebody has a vendetta. As of this recording, it's currently 5:05 a.m. On uh, March 20th in Istanbul, Turkey. Oh. And it's time we take a look and see what's going on. And you know why I say Turkey? Yeah. Because that's, that's Cinemia's base of business. All right. Screw you, Cinemia. Okay. Anyways, um, we are going to do our regular what's going on segment, except we're not. Okay. So, like I said, we tried Twist. to go for a short episode here. Mm-hmm. So, we got to hurry up the news. Mm-hmm. So you could say that we're gonna do like a quick lightning round, uh-huh. but it's not a lightning round. You know what? You know what it is? Uh-huh. It's time for that's the news. Fantastic. So I'm just gonna get the Jami's quick reaction. Sure. Uh, Superman actor Dean Kane said he'd beat up Egg Boy, uh, and the internet shredded him. <laughs> I only recognize uh, Harry Cavill as my Superman. So. <laughs> I do now too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Christopher Reeves. Well, R.I.P. Christopher Reeves. I'm talking about. The, I'm talking about the living. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I recognize Brandon Roth, even though he was a, he was a horrible... Actually, they were both in horrible, horrible Superman So basically, we just, we just established we got one horrible Superman now, and it's Dean Cain. Yeah, in real life. <laughs> Screw you, Dean Cain. Yeah. You don't deserve to be Superman. Seriously. Uh, James Gunn reinstated as director of Guardians of the Galaxy again. Great news. Great news. They, uh, finally, uh, a soulless corporation did the right thing. So I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. He's um He gets to do... Who's his squad... Oh, I think you're not supposed to say Suicide Squad. Too. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know, he has to do that movie first, and then he gets the prediction when Guardians of the Galaxy three will come out. You have any idea? Twenty twenty one. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time the news. Uh, Microsoft announces Xbox Live for iOS or Android or any other services that wants it. Wait, say that one more time. Microsoft announces Xbox Live, which is Microsoft's no. uh, online. I'm not a gamer, so for him, yeah, irrelevant to me. Sorry. Oh, time the news. Uh, speaking of gaming, uh, Google announces Stadia, which is the streaming gaming platform that they're they're now offering to. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. All right. Not gamer, so it doesn't really affect me that much. That's the news! Uh, the next Bandersnatch, or this title, mm-hmm. uh, Netflix to debut interactive series, You vs. Wild, starring Bear Grylls. You know what? Uh, I wasn't a big fan of the first Bandersnatch, so it's, whatever. But you can like tell Bear Grylls if to, to drink the urine or to not drink the I urine. I would say not drink the urine. So I would say... <laughs> I, don't drink the urine. <laughs> go, go to In-N-Out is what I'm saying. Okay. Just, just get a burger, man. All right. Time the news! 
The Philippines has officially left the International Criminal Court. <laughs> you know what's the problem with the International Court? Is there too much focus on justice and humanitarian <laughs> efforts and stuff like that? So, ew. well, never mind how I feel. How do you feel as a, as a, as a Filipino? Embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. And that was, yeah, 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 time the news. And that's what's going on. Uh, before we talk about the uh, what we've been watching, just in case the listeners actually care, Jamming, where can people find you? You can online? find me on Twitter, J I A M I N G L I O U. And in Albert, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can uh, find me on the I Saw a Movie blog, which is my no spoilers review site. You can also find me on Exercise Factor Spoils and the weekly comic strip that I do with Lewis. If you want to send us an uh, email, send it to whoatworstwhy at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a quick comment, send it to Instagram or Facebook page or on the website itself. If you want to show your support, because we need it, head over to whoatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the White Axis, find them at thewhiteaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whoatworstwhy.com. All right, for this segment, uh, well, obviously, we don't know if we're going to spoil anything at this point on because it's going to be freestyle what's going on section. But maybe I should ask uh, future Albert to see if he spoiled anything. So uh, future Albert, do you have an answer to that? Hey, Albert, in the past, um, actually, we talked about Into the Spider-Verse. So there will be spoilers for that. And more specifically, there will be spoilers for the alternate universe cut of Into the Spider-Verse. But other than that, everything else is all good. No spoilers for the other ones. But uh, I'm sure Albert will put the spoiler bumper team music for the part with the spoiler section for Into the Spider-Verse. All right, so uh, past recording, Albert, take it away. All right, thanks, future Albert. So uh, have you seen anything lately? Honestly, I have not. Besides a, a god load of pornography and stuff online, so I oh my gosh, I haven't watched that many. Uh, not that many TV, not that much uh, movies and stuff. Not like even that. a Triple Frontier on Netflix. Sorry, Ben Affleck. And, actually, it was interesting watching Paul Dameron. Just no time. Just just and no the time. guy from Tron Legacy. And, oh, Tron Legacy's in there. Oh, uh, Garrett Garrett Headland. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, him and uh and uh the guy from Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> the it's best an all star cast, yeah. man. Uh, Wait, yeah. I'm, I think I'm missing somebody. It's five. It's five guys, right? I think I think you are missing somebody. You're probably missing the black guy. Really <laughs> missing the black guy? They got, there's got to be a black guy. Everybody we named so far has not been black, so there has to be one black guy, right? Seriously? I'm sure. Who stars in Triple Frontier? Its cast includes Charlie Hunnam, Ben Affleck, and nine others. Oh, nine others. Very good. All right. Oh, Pedro Pascal. How could I forget Pedro oh, Pascal? Okay. And there's no black guy. Oh, wow. Racist. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, Charlie Hunnam. None, in none of the frontiers, at least for Africa and stuff like that. <laughs> ben Affleck, Charlie Hunnam, Gary Hedlund, uh, Pedro Pascal, Oscar Isaac, and uh, the the only, the token female character mm-hmm. is uh, played by Adria Arjona. Oh, okay. She's token because, well, she's only a, a really supporting cast. Mm-hmm. Not in the movie that much. So it's pretty much a guy's it's movie. It's a dude fest. It's a sausage part. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Um, I, I I more or less kind of liked it. I don't think it was great, but yeah. I more or less kind of liked it. Yeah. And apparently, this is a movie that that could have been made 15 years ago, oh, really? before the Hurt Locker. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's from the same guy. Oh, is it the same writer? Same guy from Hurt Locker and the same guy for uh, Zero Dawn Thirty. Oh, Zero okay, da- okay. Zero Dark Thirty. Okay. Yeah, that guy. That, that right. They also directed as well. Mm, you know who the director is? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, okay, cool. Who directed Triple Frontier? Triple Frontier was directed by J.C. Chander. 
Who wrote what Tra- other movies did he direct? J.C. Chander directed Margin Call, All Is Lost, A Most Violent Year, and others. Others. I yeah. didn't know. He wasn't the same guy. I saw Margin Call. That's a good movie. And he did, All Is Lost is really good, too. Yeah, and then A, a Violent Year. I think that starred Ar- Oscar Isaac, so maybe that's, that's the connection. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. All, right. All, All right. Is Lost is better than this movie. <laughs> oh, okay. I liked it, though. Like, okay. you know, it wasn't great. That's what I heard. I heard it's just a good movie. It's just a competent movie. And then I saw a movie that came out in France last year called Climax, which now is in wide release, mm-hmm. by their release. In, that goes back in, to what I said earlier about me watching a lot of... Uh, have you heard faces. of Climax? It's by no. uh, Gaspar Noé. Uh, no. Gaspar Noé. The guy who directed Irreversible. Oh. Uh, the guy who directed Very fam- family Love, friendly. Uh-huh. Uh, Enter the Void. Oh, yeah. These are all porn names, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? Yeah. He's, uh, he is uh, uh, a provocateur, you could right. say. Mm-hmm. This one. Who gets raped in this one? <laughs> huh. Well, it's debatable. Wait, wait. Well, I was joking. <laughs> all right. But the point is that I actually kind of like this movie. Oh, okay. I actually enjoyed it quite a lot. But it's very indulgent because... There's like a six minute dance, uh, dance scene. There's like a nine minute dance scene. Oh, okay. Like it's like basically, if, if like I said in my review, if you're a parent that wanted to scare their kids mm-hmm. on why you sh- they shouldn't go to raves or dance parties, mm-hmm. this is the movie to show. Oh, okay, oh. you know, because it starts off pretty like happy, ends pretty bad. But then oh, okay. this is a Gaspar Noir movie, sure. so that's how it goes. All right, you know. And then uh, I guess um, as a guy who in the the Geekdom fancast, I, I mentioned like I don't really watch old movies or. Mm-hmm. Movies I've already seen because mm-hmm. there's new movies out there. Sure. I actually saw several that I've already seen. Oh, interesting. Okay, right? okay. And and it all stemmed out from like I was too lazy to move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in bed uh-huh. kind of thing. Oh, was, by the way, if those other guys are listening, can, can one of you guys go watch uh, the first Godfather and watch Godfellas? For God's <laughs> sakes. What's the matter with you guys? But, but, ahead, sorry. but anyway, so. Learn so, from Albert is what I'm trying to say. So uh, I watched, I recently rewatched uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. When you said classic, I thought you were talking about Casablanca. Hey, that's classic. Oh, my God. (laughs) Never mind. I take everything back. All right, go ahead. Because of Captain Marvel, right? So I'm like, oh, let's let's watch this. And I ended up just – originally, it was going to be just me like kind of watching it. But no, I ended up watching it again. It's a great movie, right? It's a great movie. And honestly, I think I'm going to have to join Tyler here and, and say that this is my favorite movie of all time. Of all time? Of all time. Of all time? Yes. But it's not even the best movie from uh, uh, Woodcut. Edgar Wright. Maybe so, but for me, this is my favorite movie all of all right. time. All right. It's a great movie. Per- personal choice, of course. Yeah. I'm not saying in quality-wise, you know. Hot Fuzz is great. Hot Fuzz might be his best movie. I like Hot Fuzz. I'm a Hot Fuzz. I, I love Hot Fuzz as yeah. well. But but I think if in terms of rewatchability, I would That's watch right. Scott Pilgrim versus it's, the World. It's a, a fantastic movie. I rewatch yeah. it every few years and stuff like that. Every time it, it gets Yeah, me. every it's time good. I just get sucked into it, yes, you know, that kind of thing. Another one I watched recently is A Pop Star. Never stop, never stopping. Again, when you first, <laughs> when you introduce the section and when you announce the section, you realize the, you, you, you realize what you said, right? You went back and watched classic movies. No, 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 no. I, I said I watched old movies. Oh, Jesus Christ. Old for me is anything but take before away, the year. But the connotation of when you say old Oh, sure, movies. sure. Maybe I should have rephrased it. Yeah, movies you should. That I, movies that I've already seen. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Right. Okay, yeah. You, you saw Popstar Never Stop, Never Stopping, right? Yes. It's actually rewatched the first 15 minutes randomly. It's a very fun movie to it's watch. Very, it's an underrated movie. Yeah, it, it, like, like their whole goal is they want it to be the, the pop version for This Is Spinal Tap. Yeah. You know, I think they succeed. Like, I, it's a very watchable movie. And, uh, and, yeah. and it's not even that long. It's like less than, nine, less than 90 minutes long. It's a terrific, terrific yeah. movie. And we've talked about this before. Every time, one of the things actually, one of my pet peeves with the Academy Award is, is actually they're not, really creative when it comes to nominating original song 
the songs from uh, Pop Star Never Stop Popping should have been no, no. nominated. Pop Star Never, never Stop, Stop Popping. Never Stop. Never Stop. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But the music in that movie is fantastic. They're great. It should, it should They're have been great. nominated yeah. for Academy Award. I was hoping song. for at least one of them to get nominated. Yeah. You know, it's but fantastic. And I would have loved to have it be like the uh, most favorite girl. <laughs> I would have gone with. Or most beautiful girl. Or whatever the title was. Or I would have done the uh, I'm Not Gay or something like that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, that's good, too. That's, that's good, good, too. That's it, good. It, it's good. If, guys, if you've never seen it, Watch it's it. It's, it's a great. fantastic movie. It's Big a fantastic thumbs up. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, this one you haven't seen, mm-hmm. and but you can watch it because it's in, it's an article like movies. Anyway, uh, hey, hey, don't tell me short. Maybe I've seen it's it. uh, Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, I haven't seen it. This is pretty much the uh, the Christmas zombie movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Christmas musical zombie movie. Oh, okay, okay. It's it's. I have heard good things. It's 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 entertaining. I wouldn't say it's a great movie, mm-hmm. but for me, it's it's highly rewatchable. Sure, and and. And it's a lot of fun. Like the the cast is a lot of fun. There's 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 one dick that I don't like. I don't I don't like in the in the show in the movie. But he's played to be a dick, sure. right? And it also kind of pays homage to to uh, Shadow of the Dead oh, okay. in the way it ends. Okay. Uh, kinda, kinda yes, kinda no. That's debatable. I guess you could say. But but it's it's a lot of fun. And it, people, uh, I know it was, it kind of was very underrated, very below the under the radar. That's the word yeah. under the radar. I'll check it out, especially by Christmas time. I'm gonna probably pimp this movie out again. Watch *An End Apocalypse*. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And if you notice that the three movies I mentioned, they're all modern musicals. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World has a lot of modern songs. Mm-hmm. Pop star never never stop never stopping mm-hmm. has a lot of modern songs. And well, you love *An End Apocalypse*. Says, well, you love to. I do. You I do. To, I actually do. You love to sing and dance. I do. I do. Yeah. Uh, and those the soundtracks for those these three movies are great. Yeah. And then the like they did the last one I'll mention before, before we wrap up this episode. And I think this will be definitely spoilers. So uh, play spoilers team now. We're talking movies and TV shows. There'll be spoilers in our discussions. So please take it. You've been warned. It is time. Welcome to spoilers, please. The alternate universe version of Into the Spider Verse. That one, I that one, I I watch. I guess technically I'd never watched it before, but I guess I watched it now. Mm-hmm. I watched the original cut, yeah. and then I watched this version. Mm-hmm. And you haven't seen it yet, though, right? I haven't seen it completely. I know bits and pieces of it, but I've seen, uh, but I haven't seen the whole thing all the way through. There, there's a list online uh, in Polygon actually that they, they created recently. Um, Into the Spider Verse alternate cut shows a very different Spider Man movie. Yes and no. Yeah, right. It's a very different. Um, uh, it's a diff- it's a different movie for sure. Thematic wise, it's the same. Um, there's, there's the stuff in the beginning, the first half that's mm-hmm. completely mm-hmm. Uh, worked around mm-hmm. a lot. First off, the the Ganki Lee, which is his roommate in the movie, mm-hmm. actually has a significant role in the first half of the movie. Right. Which by the second half is practically gone. So you can see where they finally decided, like, oh, let's not have him at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and a part of the reason why, because when they were making this movie, which was years ago, mm-hmm. and then they watched Spider Man Homecoming, they go. Huh? Maybe we should remove the best yeah. friend, mm-hmm. the the, the roommate. Same character, thing. basically. Yeah, because the, the another thing too is how he gets bitten mm-hmm. is different in this in this version. Oh, okay. Yeah, it actually involves Ganki. Oh, really? Ganki was witness to him getting bitten. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. Right. So that's that's different. Um, oh, that's that's a, that's a pretty big difference. Very big difference. Themes and stuff like that. Yeah. But before before you go on though, I if I if I were to assume a big difference between story 
between the cut we got and like alternative cuts, I would have guessed the idea of of saving one person. If you save one person, you save a lot of people. That's because one of the earlier trailers. That's something Peter Parker says to Miles. You know what right. I mean? So and then there's a scene in Subway when he says that, right? And I thought yeah. that would be a thematic thing that that would be throughout the the movie and stuff. But when I finally saw it, that scene and that uh that through line that story that uh theme was cut out and stuff. So I thought that would be in there. But. Yeah, the, the theme is still there. Oh, okay. The, the 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 same theme as the final cut is still there, mm-hmm. right? And and they said this is not the director's cut. The director's cut is what you saw yes, in the so, movie yeah. theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an alternate universe cut. Yeah. They also mentioned uh, Iron Man in this one. Oh, Iron yeah. Man exists okay. in this universe, right? right? Uh, not only that, but they they showed they showed parts of the the Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. You see in the theatrical cut, there's there's hints about a Spider Man movie, right? Oh, really? Okay. This one they had to show it. Oh, okay. So so they have like a pseudo Peter Parker type person, mm-hmm. but not really yeah. playing Spider Man. So mm-hmm. they, basically, you got Miles Morales. Okay, Gunky Lee shows Miles Morales Spider Man the movie mm-hmm. to teach him how to be Spider Man. Oh, okay. That's kind of it. Is. Yeah. And apparently, what it is was that they they also played a director's commentary on the Spider Man movie, mm-hmm. and you have you can hear Spider Man, the real Spider Man, mm-hmm. uh, with the with the muffled the voice. Oh, okay. With a muffled voice. Oh, okay. you know that's that's, that's kind of the, that's the whole joke. That's that's why the, that's why the, the filmmakers in that movie can say, oh yeah, this is accurate because we got the real Spider Man telling us what happened, okay. kind of thing. I so, think I agree with that cut because I like the fact that the Spider Man movie is self contained within the Spider Man universe and stuff. Like that. I like the fact that it's not part of a more larger Marvel universe and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's called like Spider-Man, the motion picture. I like it's that. like a throwback to Superman, the motion picture. Yeah, right. and I think it's a throwback to uh, uh, Bendis's Ultimate Spider-Man run because at some point, Spider they make a Spider-Man movie in the Ultimate Universe, right? And Peter Parker visits the that movie set. I believe that was that was a storyline in the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, comic book run. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, they, there was an actual Uncle Ben death scene. Oh, okay. They showed that one, and that was sure. slightly different. Yeah. And when I rewatched the Spider-Verse movie, I saw a little thing where. Uh, when we're in the intro, the Chris Pine Spider Man mentioned has that scene with with uh, Ben Parker, right? And then you see the back of his head. It, it, it when you watch it again, you realize, oh, it's blonde. So even at the beginning, you re- they they were telling you this is a different Spider Man stuff like that. So yeah, that's why I noticed. Um, the spider was from Roxxon, not Alchemax. Oh, okay. So they had competing companies behind the oh, behind the spider, and that's something else I noticed too when I rewatched it because I because I when I first saw it, I said, "Oh, where does this spider come from? Is this is it the same spider that's bit Spider Parker? Is it from this you know, this thing this lab thing?" But when I watched it, like the like, I think I saw it on the third time. The 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 spider glitches and stuff like that. It glitches the same way the other spiders from different universe glitches later on, right? So the 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 implication is this spider is not from this universe and stuff like that. It's 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 uh it's it's they're they've been testing the machine and then that spider comes through uh the portal and so at some yeah, point. That's yeah. very that's actually a very subtle hint. Yeah. Cause I don't think a lot of people got that. Because supposedly I don't know if they included... We didn't we didn't mention it in our review. Yeah, because I, I was trying to figure it for a long time I was trying to figure it out, but then when I saw it glitching like the third time, I realized, oh, it's from a different universe. And apparently I read some interview later on that there's there was a lot more backstory to that. Because apparently in the Miles Morales universe, they were using spider silk as part of the experiment. Mm-hmm. And that's why despite when they were using spider silk, that attracted the other the the the, the glitchy forty two spider from a different universe to come into Miles' universe. And that's how and that's why that spider bit uh, Miles Morales. So, okay, that's cool. Another, another change was that in the memorial scene, uh, Wilson Fisk actually also said something there. Oh, okay. So they did kind of change it up a little bit on why Miles Morales decided that he needed to do something. Oh, okay. It was which I think 
I think I liked it better when Mary Jane was the yeah. only person that said it something because you could say he was inspired by Mary Jane as opposed to yeah. inspired by hey he's the guy who killed him yeah. you know so it, I like I like I like the change. I, I didn't mention this in my original review because actually I went to the bathroom during this scene. But oh, okay. I, I didn't realize Mary Jane was at that dinner that Kingpin threw and stuff like that. So you I didn't. I didn't. Oh, yeah. so you missed the whole. I missed the whole bit and stuff oh, like that. My, okay. So my question is that when Mary Jane know that Peter Parker was going after Kingpin. So there were enemies. Why would she be there? Well, I guess no. In this universe, I guess she doesn't know. She doesn't remember. Kingpin was still seen as a as a good guy. Yeah, but the thing is, Peter would have told Mary Jane. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, actually. and actually, I can understand. And because the thing is, uh, May Parker knew, right? Because Mary Parker, May that Parker, is true. had access to the sub basement. Hey, I, I think you just pointed out a plot hole in, in the Spider Verse. Yeah, I think that is. I think that is a plot hole and stuff like that. <laughs> a legitimate plot hole too. <laughs> but then, but then the argument might be against it. Like Peter Parker tells. Miles, you wear a mask, hide your thing. He's very paranoid, this, this Peter Parker and stuff like that, and Kingpin's connection. But at some point, he would still trust Mary Jane. Mary Jane. Yeah, because he's May- supposed to be, this universe Spider-Man is supposed to be the perfect Spider-Man. Yeah. You figured he would have done that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Something to think about. Peter B. Peter B. Parker's appearance in the in the in in this universe is different. He actually, there's a part where he lost the bottom part of his costume. Oh, really? So there's this whole gag about him being like a, like a streaker Spider-Man. Oh, really? Yeah, I can see why they moved that one. Yeah, because <laughs> he's supposed again, like you just said, he's like the perfect, the alpha. Yeah, Spider Man. Right? I think so, I think they would have they would have like probably done some creative ways to to hide his junk, <laughs> and then I guess he's like, you know what, let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's also the the heart to heart thing that that Peter B. Barker had with with Miles is different in this one than in the final. Cut. Oh, okay. Because when 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 Miles takes off after the underground thing, when all the other Spider people uh, showed him that he was incompetent, or whatever. Uh-huh. He actually went over to like a billboard, and that's where Peter B. Barker approached him. Oh, kind of okay. thing. I suppose to, and then after that, he goes over to his uncle. Oh, okay. So the final cut just kind of cut it, like go to the uncle. Oh, okay. So they made a lot of good changes. Yeah, I think a lot of people would have liked to see Gunkin in a specific role, but I think they could have saved it for the next movie. That's I think fine. that's fine. I think yeah. none of the things you mentioned I would have liked it in the movie. I think it's fine. Yeah, and then like I said, the fight, some of the fight sequences have like added added roles, like a little different beats. Yeah, little, little beats. Yeah. Um, I think I think Gwen Stacy's introduction is also different, mm-hmm. and not Gwen Stacy. Uh, Spider Gwen, Spider Gwen's introduction is different. Like it is in the f- oh no no, they were going they were getting out of the forest, mm-hmm. and and they went by water, and Spider Gwen saved them from thugs essentially. Oh really? Oh yeah. So oh. the the elaborate uh, Doc Ock scene, they don't have that. Oh interesting. That's weird. So that's right. that's different. Right. But yeah, there's another, there we go. That's uh the alternate universe Spider Verse. If you have if you own the copy of it, check it out. It's worth checking out, and you're kind of like rewatching the movie again in yep. a sense. But it's a little longer too. It's like, like almost two and a half hours long. Because they don't keep the original footage, right? They just they just put in what yeah. they. Yeah. It's either storyboard or uh, unfinished CGI. Okay, cool. that's, that's that's what it all is. Right. So, but it it all blends in, and you can kind of get the gist, and you can see why they say that the theatrical version is the final cut, yeah, not this one, because mm-hmm. this one does feel like rough. Like the first half, the first half of the movie felt felt a lot longer mm-hmm. because of all this stuff, mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's because we're familiar with the, the with the final cut, but it just felt a lot longer. Okay, hey, hey, hey now, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, anyways, there you go. Uh, thanks for listening. This was episode 227 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. I guess we weren't able to succeed in our uh, shortest episode ever because it's not that short. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who at Worst Benefit.